And what would happen in that day, especially when it comes to the Babylonian Empire, massive, biggest empire on planet Earth at the time, it would be uh, conquered by the Persian Empire. But um, what would happen is they would, they would try to assimilate the nation. And what that means is they would invade this nation or, or that nation, all the nations, and they would try to assimilate a certain number or a certain percentage of the population. And this is central to the message today, assimilation is. So I want to take a, a few minutes and just kind of break this down and, and look at this from some different angles. Assimilation is the process in which the conquering nation, in this case Babylon, after conquering Israel or any nation, they would export the professional class. They would export the skilled classes, the governors, the diplomats, uh, the craftsmen, people who had a skill that could benefit their society in some way. And they would take them back to Babylon. And once they got there, they would surround them with Babylonian culture and traditions and religions and ideas and philosophies. And after a generation or two, the people who came in as Israelites or whatever previous nation they came from, eventually they adopted the practices of this new culture by force or uh, free will. And then they would have kids that grew up as Babylonians and before you know it, a few years later, a couple generations down the line, and you'd never know that their parents or their grandparents were from a totally different country with a different culture, values, and a totally different God. You catching on to this? That is assimilation in a nutshell. So as we jump into the scripture this morning, that is what Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are facing in the third chapter of this book. A person or an establishment trying to force theories and beliefs and ideologies onto you that you do not agree with. I'm going to say it again. It's a person or an establishment trying to force ideas or theories or ideologies onto you that you do not agree with in an attempt to get you to change, in an attempt to get you to compromise and conform. Does that sound familiar to anybody? So in the third chapter of Daniel, verses 1 through 12, it says that the king of Babylon made a massive statue. And scripture actually says it was an image. And this image was to be worship, worshipped. And he called all the folks who have been exported, all the people from the nations they had invaded, the professional classes, the governors, the diplomats, craftsmen, leaders of the nations that they'd conquered. He built this image, and then he said, all right, guys, gather around. Everybody, come here. He said, here's the idea. I want you to look at this image. I want you to look at this idea of society that I have. Wendy, I got one of your hairs hanging off my watch. I saw it earlier. So, how do we recover from that? So, King Nebuchadnezzar tells these people, I want you to gather around this image that I've built, okay? And when you hear the music start playing, when you hear the harps and the tambourines and the lyres, when you hear all these things, I want you to bow before the image and I want you to worship. Doesn't matter what you believe, I don't care. This is what I'm telling you to do. And anybody that doesn't do it, they get a one-way ticket to a fiery furnace. And so scripture says that when the music started playing, all the people from every nation and tongue represented there, thousands upon thousands of people fell before this image and they began to worship, except 
three, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And before we move on, it's important that you know in the previous chapter, Daniel chapter two, it's in the Bible app, you can read it. Daniel interpreted a dream by the power of the Holy Spirit, interpreted a dream for King Nebuchadnezzar. And the king acknowledged the power of God, the God of Israel. And since Daniel was on great terms with the king, the king allowed Daniel to appoint Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be the administrators over the province of, of Babylon. So, so, so these three men had a high position within the royal court. So did Daniel. The king knew these guys, okay? And he knew about their God. Okay, so the king, although he's very upset because these three men decided not to bow, Scripture actually says that he was furious. He decides to give these guys one more chance. He says, guys, come here, come here, come here. Listen, what's going on? We, we talked about this. What, what's going on? We're going to try this again, okay? And, and if you fall down and worship, we'll call it good. We can forget this whole thing ever happened. Let bygones be bygones, okay? He wanted to give them another chance. But if you don't, the king's saying, if you don't assimilate, if you don't fall in line with society and culture, you go to the furnace. And there is nobody or no thing that is going to save you from the fire in your future. Are you with me this morning? Getting a picture of what's going on? Pause for just a second there. King Nebuchadnezzar was demanding that everybody bow before this image. We all understand that. But nowhere in the chapter does this image have a name. Now that's interesting because Babylon had nine gods. And nowhere does it list any of them. You see this image that King Nebuchadnezzar wanted them to bow down to didn't represent a god. Instead it represented all the gods. It represented a plurality of truths, a plurality of beliefs, lots of different religions, lots of different values. King Nebuchadnezzar wasn't telling them to worship this God instead of their God. He knew about their God. He was telling them to worship this God in addition to their God. Do you see the problem with that? In private, worship whoever you want to. Worship whatever you want to. But in public, you better bow down to the image. And all of a sudden, it starts to sound really familiar to us today. When you're at work, when you're at school, when you're at the store, you will serve the image or you will face the fire. Essentially, to put it in terms today, the king was getting ready to cancel them in the most literal sense. This is what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were facing 2,600 years ago, and it's what you and I are facing today. A culture that says we have to accept every belief, believe every truth, no matter how much of a lie it is. Believe everything you read and what you see in and on the headlines. Bow down before this image that society has created that is all-inclusive and all-accepting, but always rejecting the one true king. It is modern-day assimilation. Do you see where we're going with this? All of a sudden, this story becomes a lot more relevant to us today. Society is saying, assimilate to public culture by privatizing your faith. But hear me, church, if you hear nothing else I say, if you're watching online, you have to hear this part. You cannot be a Christian in private and bow in public. That's 
You can't do it. You cannot be Christian on Sunday, but serve the image on Monday. The word says you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. I'm getting kicked off the internet. I can already feel it. 